The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Now more than ever, we are here to step into our light, to be our powerful selves, to truly understand that we are the bridge between who we were and who we are meant to be. In order to do that, it means that we have to stop living in codependence, that we have to truly step into the knowing that we are light and we are love. I'm thrilled with the guest that I have today. Her name is Courtney Amundsen, and she wrote a book entitled Teachings from God, Greeting Your Soul and Revealing the Divine Within. The essence of the work that is being launched from Teaching from God is to uncover our true nature, the divine within that once discovered will launch every person on a path of empowerment. The teachings help seekers to find, discover, and remember the limitless aspects of human capacity so that we can be more free in our daily living, free from limiting beliefs that hold us back from our potential, free to create a reality that we dared not imagine previously, free to live unencumbered for those who dare to lift the veil. Are you ready to unveil your soul? Are you truly ready to live free? Let me share with you a little bit from the book Teachings from God. You simply do not need to look for others for acceptance and guidance, for you are at peace with who you are, and that is all that matters. And when you live with what is, you will be taken over with a great sense of inner peace at all times. Even when the going gets tough, you'll have that golden nugget of truth within that always points like a compass showing you the way. You have nothing to worry about. What a beautiful day that is for any human being. Do not ever let someone get in the way of your path of your guidance system, of your truth within that brings you to stillness. Your greatest gift is to be at peace with who you are and to share that with the world, not to be something that others are looking for. Be at peace with being uncomfortable when you decide to step out and be you. For once you get past that initial fear, you move into the light and all that comes into clear focus and perspective. This is from the book. Teachings from God, Greeting Your Soul and Revealing the Divine Within. Courtney Amundsen began her path as a seeker at a young age, progressing to the point that these teachings began to flow through her effortlessly and with complete love and joy, starting at age 16. In the beginning, the wisdom was received for her own evolution and understanding, but after a short time, she was guided to share it with as many people as possible through this book. Since then, she has worked single-mindedly on getting these teachings out to the public through the work of the book and expanding into sharing her insights through publishing articles and speaking. And now she's also doing an online book club through Google Hangouts that you can tap into. In addition to her dedication to the advancement of the teachings, Courtney is actively progressing towards Qigong healing certification as well as craniosacral therapy certification. 
I'm delighted to have Courtney on 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Courtney. It is wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm excited to connect with you and all of your listeners, and I'm sure it's going to be a lovely and enlightening conversation for both of us. Well, the first thing I think is that you're showing up as the example of the very thing that you're teaching. You're showing up as the example of someone willing to step into their truth, to step into their light, to be love on the planet, and to share from that place of not just teaching, but, but that experience of being. Mm-hmm. So, so many people limit themselves and doubt themselves, and so many, even light workers that are out there, they live in that constant doubt of, I'm still getting ready, or it's not time, or I'm waiting for. What was the impetus that just let you know there's no waiting that has to happen anymore? It is the moment, and I am that moment. Well, throughout my journey, as I started to receive these teachings, I was getting constant guidance on a personal note. I was, you know, I was tapping in every day and and asking, how can I be of service to myself and to the world? And throughout that, I learned that it's about empowering yourself into that position, that God does not do that for you. We have free will as human beings, and so it's up to us to say, you know, I'm ready for this. I want to do this. And that means that we're, we're signing up to be more transparent with ourselves. And a lot of people are scared by that because what it means is that you often have to step your game up, you know, you take some of those veils down and you realize that you're, you're really, you know, the one that's creating your life. You're the one that has put yourself in that position. And it's possible for you to live your sole purpose. But it, it takes dedication to yourself. It takes a willingness to look at yourself without all of the rubble on top, if you will. You know, you have to see yourself, all, every aspect of yourself and grow from there. So there definitely there's fear involved and it takes it takes courage and strength to move through it, but what you'll see in the end is a lot of empowerment and freedom and and um more motivation to move forward. So it sounds like there's three steps there. It sounds like there's a place of self responsibility and then there's a place of devotion. And then from that Still in this place of devotion comes the inspired action. Can you talk about the distinctions that you see between self-responsibility, devotion, and inspired action? Mm-hmm. Well, I think for me what I've learned, uh, a big, big teaching in my book is about free will as a human being and that anything that we are wanting um, in our life And even more specifically, I think it's really about the relationship that we have to the divine. And I used to think, and I've seen this around me so often, that we wait for God to come into our life. We wait to see a sign or we wait to hear a magical voice. And it's a misconception because we're not separate from that creative source. We're part of it. And so I think the first thing is to realize that, realize that we're one with all that is and that it's our responsibility to, you know, take, take action after that point, that it's, um, 
there's a chapter in my book. It's it's called um, Open the Doors, and it's basically about you know we're the ones that knock on the door, and I always picture you know like one side the human being and the other side this you know expansive source energy, and and so because because there is free will, we have to be the ones to knock on that door and and say, I want to collaborate. <laughs> I want to be I want to be in touch with you and when we do that, we open the doors to learning who we really are beyond our human self and and then I think automatically there is motivation to go forward because you get inspired, you get inspired because you 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 see for the first time that there's this huge expansive world outside of your own perception as a human being and and that's when you start to see your magnificence and your wholeness and your worthiness at a much grander state. And it's unconditional love, it's compassion, it's grace, and you just you can't walk away from it. So I think steps one and two are kind of up to you, and then step three is just to allow it to, to open your heart. If we look at the world today and we see so much of the chaos and the issues that that seem to be plaguing us, people tend to want to jump in and either fight or they want to jump in and take a stand or be pro-something or against something. And it's almost as if they're putting those three steps in backwards order. They're taking the action without the real devotion to knowing what they're devoted to Uh and understanding that the devotion first has to be within, and and the self-responsibility about us doing our own work. So how do you view that piece of the outside mirroring the inside? Do you feel like it is all the same? Do you feel like the outside is simply showing us more of who we are? Or uh, how do you view that? Well, I think that... You know, what's really been um, obvious to me is that what we see as human beings on the outside, externally, is what we focus on more than what's going on internally. And we have this illusion of separation here on Earth. And so it's easy for, it's easy to really put all of our, um, And I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I can see the, the image in my head that I'm trying to kind of explain, but it's that, you know, we get caught up in this spin of negativity and of, you know, bad news every day. And it's really hard to um, not focus on that when that's what we see, you know, every single day. We, we focus more on the external world than we do on the internal world. And we don't focus too much on... Um, really finding our relationship to the to the divine it's um you know even in you know many religions it's it's about talking to god but not listening to god within and and i've found that as i've learned who i really am and my connection to that source and i've begun this dialogue with with the divine it's given me so much perspective it's it's given me just an instant peace because when you're seeing from that larger perspective, kind of the bird's eye view, you're seeing beyond your physical limitations of the mind and 
you see divine order. You see um, how each and every one of us is playing into that outer reality. Some of it, I've learned, is actually, you know, memories, things that have been held within the earth, within our physical planet, that is being worked through. Um, I don't like to use the word karma too much, but it's the best word I have to explain. You know, it's there's our earth is kind of like a big storehouse of information, and sometimes, um, especially in this time, as we're kind of ascending into our larger view, um, we're seeing that a lot of that a lot of that lower vibrational frequency stuff is coming up to the surface so that we can confront it, so that we can see it and move through it. And so a lot of that is stuff that I feel isn't really applicable anymore, but it's coming up to the surface because we have to release it. So a lot of that fear, a lot of the chaos, a lot of the, you know, the killings and all of this stuff that has been happening, the shootings, I think it's a lot of stuff that we're just collectively needing to work through and... We're, we're seeing what doesn't work and what does work. And it takes time to learn that. It takes time to get on the same page collectively. Um, but from the larger view, I see that we're all working towards the same goal and that, you know, it's, it's going to take time, but we're evolving on a personal and universal level. And we're all, we're all doing service here. So it's just about patience. Um, devoting your energy to what you want to see in the world instead of what you see on the outside because where our attention goes is where more energy goes. So focus on um, the light, send the light to yourself, work on your physical body's energy, and you know, learn to speak with your divine, learn to have that relationship, and you'll, you'll be guided in that way, and you'll see um, that you're connected and that really there's nothing to fear, and that's the best thing that you can do for the planet at this time. From Courtney Emmonson's Teachings from God, you all are fighting for your survival, yet all you have to do is let go of your tight grip of your own life, and you'll bloom ever so greatly. Surrender to the love and let it shine above all. The more you are merry in your time spent along with going in your heart, the more you have come to the realization that what you are experiencing as reality in your inner world is not just a figment of the imagination, but very well known to mankind as the process of connecting with the infinity of all that is. And that is the source of infinite intelligence for man as well. To surrender to growth and love is so divinely beautiful. The power remains in the Akashic Records, where all powerful attributes are held in sync. The Akashic Records is simply the cosmic library that holds all the information of who you are, who you have become, and who you will become. It is the history of you. The grace you behold is just as divine as the grace in another human being, but the real power lies in your acknowledgement of that infinity within. That is from the book Teachings from God, Greeting Your Soul and Revealing the Divine Within by Courtney Amundsen. You can find out more about her at teachingsfromgod.com. Uh, and when you accept that invitation to awaken to your true nature, to reveal the divine within, you will achieve connection, discovery, and empowerment. The book enhances the personal connection to the divine. It renews your sense of wonder and peace. It allows the presence of unconditional love into your life. 
It helps you sharpen your listening skills and strengthen your innate wisdom. It's time to not only identify those limiting beliefs, but discover your soul purpose and achieve a renewed sense of trust in your life. Master the art of living your authenticity. You can connect with Courtney Amundsen at teachingsfromgod.com and definitely connect with her on Google Hangouts for the online book club discussion and question and answer around Teachings from God, where she will address many of the questions that you might have. In addition, tap into 1111 Magazine. It is releasing, and it covers a lot of beautiful topics of bridging the dark and the light, of sharing many voices and many hearts across the planet that are here stepping into their light, stepping into their power and their knowing of how they are to serve and how they are to be. We'll be right back with Courtney Amundsen. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Why spiritual spelunking? Why tending to our inner garden? Why devoting time to inner being when so much external doing calls upon us? An Indian sage put it wisely, your own self-realization is the greatest service you can render the world. Join host Jeel Asselin as he serves as both guide and companion on the journey within. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us can be heard every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to access my books, Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and Your Journey to Love, in addition to my mentoring programs and online courses, you can visit IamSimron.com and also access all of the free archived issues of 1111 Talk Radio and 1111 Magazine. I am with Courtney Amundsen today, and we are discussing her beautiful book, Teachings from God. I want to read another passage to you. You are not linear beings, therefore do not live as though you are only linear. As long as you are human, you will perceive life in certain ways, but you may, however, 
see beyond the illusions, and be in the light of truth. The past, present, and future, as you call them, are one. They are simultaneously occurring at one reference point, now. Therefore, you must not get caught up in the future or the past, for it will hurt you if you take it too seriously. That means not to deny the human experience, but we ask you, dear children, to not speak of it as if it were your only experience, for you know much more than that. Courtney, that's a really powerful paragraph from several different viewpoints. Number one, we are in a mental age. We are in a place where people are so caught up in the mind, and mind is a storehouse of our stories and our past and the conditioning that we have been brought into. And so when we talk about not getting caught up in the past and not making it more important than the now, um, can you go a little bit more into that to really express the importance of letting go and, and not being identified by what has already happened? Yeah, you know, it's difficult because I think as human beings, there's things that are just going to be um, innate, you know, certain certain tools that we all have that we can't really escape. You know, part of it is our, our perception of... Um, who we are, seeing things as separate from us. And, and those things are, um, you know, they're, they're inescapable. Um, but what I've, what I've learned and what I've seen, um, a lot of spiritual people, they try to escape that. They try to, um, you know, be more godlike. And, um, and, and I understand, I understand that drive. Um, because we all seek to have connection in our life. But part of what I've learned is that it's so important to honor who we are as human beings that a lot of these things that we might think are limitations are actually, um, you know, very powerful tools that we have. You know, having having a mind, having a physical body, um, it's, you know, there's so much that we can draw upon with those tools. And, and so, you know, part of, another part of it um, is, you know, seeing things linearly and, and seeing a past, present, and future. And, you know, I think, I think that can be difficult because we often, you know, project into the past or into the future and, it's very, very hard for us to live in the present moment without any judgments. And I think it's just kind of sort of like an ongoing training program, honestly. I think it's, it's um, not about mastering it as it is about just being conscious of it in every moment. And I'm working on this in a personal way, you know, just noticing when I move out of this moment and I start projecting and I start fearing and worrying and, um, you know, maybe labeling myself based on something in the past. And I think, you know, I, I just keep bringing myself back into the present and, um, you know, giving gratitude for the opportunity to do that. And as you practice this, you get more conscious of it. Um, but... I think you raise a really powerful point right there, Courtney. It's something that I try to constantly um, state for my audiences and people that I work with um, because often there's a misconception that individuals that are writing about spirituality or teaching about love 
or speaking on such topics that they don't face some of the same challenges and the obstacles that other people face, when in fact the only way that we can know these experiences is to have experience. The only way that we can understand where other people are is to actually walk that same walk and, and learn how to maneuver and integrate that oneness back into ourselves. Uh, so I, I really appreciate your vulnerability and your sharing that you too also go there. And that's a really important piece to be willing to be the example of such, but also still saying, I know who I really am and I'm going to stand in the light of my truth and in the power that I am to be a force of light on the planet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like that you brought that up because something that I'm trying really hard to do is to be very, very transparent with people because what you see in the book is written from source energy. It's written from, you know, the higher perspective. And so people assume that I'm living all of those teachings and I'm learning just as much as everyone. And my experience, you know, at a very deep level has been about integrating all of those things. And I and I have integrated a lot, but I've also learned that the more that I've devoted myself to really expanding myself and seeing more of who I really am, more comes up, more challenges come up for me to move through because I've gotten to a more receptive place where I'm allowing myself to look at it. I'm allowing myself to see more. And so that's a really important thing, I think, for everyone who's listening to hear is that you know, there's never going to be a time where all of a sudden you're enlightened and, and um, you know, it's all downhill from there. It's, it's, it's going to be a constant learning process. And I think just, you know, prepare yourself for that. You know, be willing to, you know, be a, be a student of life because it is a constant journey. And the difference, though, when you're connected and tuned in is that you feel less alone. You feel less confused. You know, you'll get guidance along the way, even as these things arise, and they will. So it's important. But um, I mean, what's what's been uh, foundational for me is is just knowing that I'm always there for myself. That I'm never going to give up on myself. And um, even though the human part of me is is going to come up and um, you know, it's going to reject some of these, you know, truths that I need to integrate. But um, it's a process. You just have to be very comfortable with growth, growing pains. Well, and it seems to be that that's a really clear depiction of what you spoke on earlier, which was that knock on the door where one side is the human being and the other side is the divine presence. Mm-hmm. That we are both at the same time, and we are we are bridging that that doorway, but it requires us being willing to be both of them, mm-hmm. and also letting go of any um, definitions of God that you might have. That was a big thing for me. Is that as I started to deepen into these teachings and just my own experience of the divine, I really had to just. I just surrender into the experience and and let the divine guide me instead of needing to guide the process, needing to understand, you know, all of the details. And um, 
we're beings that really want to drive everything. We think that we understand the universe and we understand who we are and truly we have a very, very limited perception. So I had to get really real with myself. I had to really just pretend that I didn't know anything. I went into that space with a complete open mind and complete open heart and I let the divine guide me and and what I found obviously was a lot more than I expected but it requires that you let your humanness go and just take a back seat take a back seat and let the divine guide you and um, that's when you start to learn a lot about yourself but as you as you deepen into your relationship with the divine there's going to be times where you have to see something about yourself that you don't want to see. And so my mantra or intention began with, um, you know, asking for the divine to, to help me through what I don't want to see or I don't want to um, move through. And I was guided, and there was a lot of releasing for me in that moment, but it felt so good because... I knew that I was working towards something, and more clarity within myself means more clarity um, of my relationship to the rest of the world. There's a, a really powerful part on the shadow in your book, and I've been one of those mentors slash teachers that has really tried to help people understand that the shadow has purpose, that the shadow and the darkness are are really light. They're just a spectrum of the light that we have. And I'd love to share with the audience one of the paragraphs and then have a little discussion on this. To see a shadow rather than being completely in the dark is a beautiful start on your journey. To see a shadow, you must be half in the light. When you are in complete darkness, well, you cannot see anything besides that darkness. There is nothing else for you to believe except for what you are currently experiencing. How can you believe there's anything else besides that reality if you do not experience it? A difficult question, but we provide an easy answer. There is nothing besides light, you see, but your experience of the light can vary depending on where you are in your cycle on this earth. That is to say that many of you live in the state of darkness, unable to wake up, unable to see truth in yourself and in your life circumstances. That is a state where you become detached from your authentic self and cannot live in a real state of joy. By real, we mean an authentic state of recognizing and becoming the integrated real you that is human, but also interdimensional light and ever-present knowingness. Your journey on the earth is an experience of love. Through it, though it is also meant to be difficult. That is to say, we are not stating that you must endure all hardships and settle for a life of misery. We are saying that you signed up for this experience and in such a beautiful state when making this contract, you knew exactly what was going to unfold in this lifetime. That's a really powerful section, and my own experience in the last two years has been really palpable of going very deeply into the darkness after being very much in the light, and in looking from that bird's eye view, I realized I needed to experience and see what so many people are in and feeling and seeing when they they can't quite know where to turn or they feel stagnant or stuck or they feel hopeless or paralyzed, and yet the darkness is still just another level of experience. 
talk about exactly. talk about yourself and your own journey and have you experienced yeah. Well, I'm going to get really real about darkness. this, actually, and I haven't talked about this in, in other interviews I've done because, well, it just didn't come up, I guess, but my experience has been the same as yours, and um, as I was, in the beginning, as I was channeling this book, I was really experiencing light in to me in the fullest form that I could. I was really, I felt like I was just kind of floating through my everyday and just, I felt so at peace. I felt so um, cocooned, if you will, just guided every step of the way, every moment of every day and and um, no fear about the world. Anytime anyone would come to me with, you know, fear about something or did you see this on the news, I would I just, it didn't affect me. I thought, I felt just completely like everything was perfect. And and I was really experiencing that, that place of oneness, I felt. And I've deepened a lot since then. In these four years, I've deepened. And within the last two years, I have started to experience more of the, shall we say, shadow aspect of our world. And... Um, People don't necessarily know that, but, um, you know, a Qigong master here that has been a big teacher for me, um, Chun Yulin, he has guided me through a lot of this, and I had an experience over the summer, and um, he said to me that, you know, sometimes, well, first he said congratulations that I had moved to the next level, and I, and that, you know, the greatest healers need to experience, they need to experience all aspects of being human. They need to experience the darkness in order to truly understand the light. And I'm there. I, I'm totally there right now. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm experiencing everything on a personal level and probably on a global level, too. And it can be very, very challenging at times, very challenging it can, um, you know, try to contradict everything that you already think you knew about yourself. It can spin you into fear. It can spin you into denial. It can spin you into more separation. And um, this is all part of it. And I'm telling everyone this because I want people to understand it's not just about striving to be in a state of oneness all the time. It's about being one with every aspect of who you are. And part of this cycle is about experiencing everything that um, the human being has to offer. And all of those things are part of it. And believe it or not, our higher self thought it would be fun, thought it would be a journey. And we did it because we wanted to do it. And so... From this perspective, I know the challenges are real, the challenges are hard, and it can be very, very, very difficult to not give up on yourself. But what I've found is that you just have to keep reminding yourself, you know, where where is that coming from? And um, your higher self never gives up on you. Your higher self will continue to be your cheerleader along the way. So just keep tuning into that. Do what you can to 
you know, really just stay a support system for yourself, even when you feel that, um, even when you come across big challenges, because they will happen, but they're, they're part of the process, and it's normal, and it won't be forever. Big challenges just mean that you're a big being. They're allowing you to discover more about self-love and ultimately the true essence of love. Let me share with you another passage from Teachings from God by Courtney Anderson. We are here, dear ones, for the purpose of co-creating, for the purpose of self-love, and for the purpose of empowering you to be who you came to be without hesitation, distrust in your mind, or fear of being judged. You see, dear ones, through your perception on judgment is a bit skewed. You came to be here in your truest identity, and whether or not that is accepted is beside the point. You are here with the presence of others by your side, and for the record, they have the same true identity behind them as you do. They may be less aware of their desire for it, but the holes and longing that show up give them reason to look for other excuses to determine the root of their longing. There is a great hope for you, and there is a great mission to be here and create change, to be happy in your skin, to find love in all that is, and to be in the present moment, and to seek to invigorate every sense of the activities and jobs that you move forth within your life. Ultimately, you seek to feel as if you are on a free-flowing ride, like a downhill ride. Sometimes you'll encounter sporadic bumps in that ride, but if your dominant and active vibration is, for the most part, a high-flying vibration of love, healing, and joy, then the little bumps in the way that show up will be invalid. It will not phase you on your journey, for you are aware and accepting of your place in it. This is from Teachings from God. Courtney Amundsen. Find out more at teachingsfromgod.com and definitely check in with Courtney for her online book club on Google Hangouts. We'll be right back with Courtney Amundsen. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts in topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 
1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guest today is Courtney Amundsen, young in body but wise in age. She's sharing with us her wisdom and truth from her new book, Teachings from God, Greeting Your Soul and Revealing the Divine Within. You can find out more about her at teachingsfromgod.com and definitely tap into her online book club. Over Google Hangouts, you can contact her on her website to find out more. She will go into discussions around the book along with Q&As to further deepen your own self-inquiry. Courtney, I want to go into a couple of sections uh, as we move forward. And before I do so, I want to read one passage from your book again. We remind you that this divine mission that you're on is all for a bigger purpose. You are filling a great mission on a much larger scale than just for your singular self. You often venture into the world and find yourself lost with all the opportunities, some which speak to you and others which don't, and that is free will. All we wish to emphasize is that you are working from the heart when you can differentiate what you do want from what you don't want. That is a beautiful gift to settle into. Don't get too caught up in your head. We teach you this so that you can feel more grounded in the space where you are with confidence, grace, compassion, and gratitude. For it is important to integrate forgiveness into your reality of yourself so that you can forgive others. That is the purpose of it all. So there are a couple of points in that passage. One has to do with grounding and embodiment. And that embodiment, number one, I want to speak to it from the physical stance, especially since you are someone that's been certified in Qigong. You know very much about the body. And secondly, from the embodiment of really stepping into what we really desire rather than the conditioning and the conformity of what society has told us to live through. So can you approach both of those areas of embodiment and and share with us any wisdom that you have? Mm -hmm. Well, I think as far as the body embodiment, um, yeah, it's it's a big thing. I think... um, being grounded into our body, being grounded into this physical structure is so important to access all the dimensions of who we really are. And that I didn't understand um, before, um, but it is it is really important. And as you do that, as I have learned through Qigong, um, being able to tune into my physical body and to see what's there and to learn how to move my own energy into clear blockages in my in my body and um, to get messages from my body. You know, that was that that's another thing is to be able to have a two way dialogue with your body. Um, that fits in to this chapter which you just quoted from, which is um, chapter forty two, listen to the music and the silence. That's what all of this is about. It's about tuning into the subtlety of our existence 
And um, it's a really powerful thing because I think as humans, we have the tendency to want to um, <laughs> to see like a big neon sign for everything. And that's how we think we get guidance. That's how we think that, um, you know, our body is going to talk to us. That's how we think um, we are going to be able to have a re- relationship with God. And it's exactly the opposite. It's about tuning into the vibration of, of you know, it's more subtle, more more subtle energy, and um, and um, remind me the second part of that. More of the embodiment of grounding into our true desires, our true mm-hmm. soul voice and callings and dreams, rather than the conformity to conditioning right. and to societal pressure. Yeah, well, I think that comes from purely knowing yourself, when you know yourself, when you, when you are your greatest support system and you don't need to, um, you don't need others to validate you and you don't need others to support you, then it becomes um, a lot easier to tune into what's really there, what really fuels you, what you think your sole purpose is and to go with it. What holds most of us back is the desire to please, please others or the um, fear of being rejected or the fear of not making enough money or um, all of these human-like um, things that, that hold us back. For me, what I've learned is you can't let that stop you. What you have to do is, number one, trust your own guidance system over everything else. And number two, go forth even if you don't see the resources because when you step into it, it, it it's showing that you're, you, you are showing up. You're showing up. You're saying yes to yourself. And, and then the doors open. And, but you have, to, you have to sometimes, you know, surrender and, you know, allow your fears and your judgments to to take a back seat and not control you. And that provides a lot of freedom. And most of us, when we do that, we see that we've been supported all along and the universe gives us signs along the way, signposts along the way to show us what our next step is. And then we come in contact with the right people and the right resources and the money and, um, and it all works out. Um, it sounds it sounds like a dream, but it can be our reality. But we have to we have to support ourselves in that. And I can tell you, my own journey has been that way. I have experienced the entire process of this book, how it came together. It was completely divinely guided. I did not anticipate being an author. I wanted to be a classical violinist and go to music school and I had all of these aspirations and I got, um, well, I realized that this was, this was a mission for me that I needed to do and I, I, I put all of my energy into listening instead of trying to tell the universe what I want. I just listened and I followed and I was provided with an editor that is perfect match for me, a good friend of mine. I was provided with the right people to 
um, helped me with my book and to get it out there. And then I was, you know, provided with a publicist. And, and all of these things came without any effort on my part. And it's because I learned to listen. I learned to take a back seat. I learned to believe that I can have what I want. And I just have to, um, I have to let the universe guide me. And um, so on that, uh, on that subject as well, I kind of, I want to read another paragraph from that same, um, from that same chapter. It says, you ask questions to spirit like, show me a sign or give me a clear message. But we would like to remind you that signs are always showing up, not just when you're asking for them. Spirit shows up in everything. It is you that only pays attention when you have a neediness to find instant relief. We wish to say to that, it's okay And we understand, but it's important to recognize that despite the illusions, you so often disregard the simple beauty and intricate, delicate features of divine consciousness in life all around you. If you were to pay more attention and and really be in unity with every piece of nature, you would slow down your mind, access the silence, and really see it for what it is. The silence would come so naturally, and you would inspire you to find that within your own space and time. The silence is the divine in you, but it takes your willingness to go within. You can then relate and understand on a deep, deep level the existence and consciousness that is within the flower, the grass, the trees, the birds, and the animals. You often can't put your finger on it, But when you retreat into nature, there seems to be a simplicity, a grounding, and an unraveling of problems that happens, and you don't know why. Could it be as simple as you connecting with you? I like that. It's showing me and it's showing us that the signs are everywhere. You know, they're not just the neon signs. They are when we tap into our inner voice, when we tap into... You know the that inner dialogue that happens, and and paying attention to our surroundings, to the nature around us, and they often have messages for us. And I've I've learned to use that as signposts as well. Mm, that's beautiful. And as you were reading that, and as you were speaking before, the thought kept coming around fear, that fear keeps people from stepping into their dreams, that fear keeps people from stepping into their silence, from the, right. fear keeps people from yeah, totally and, and committing to self-love. Yeah, I have gained the courage to do it myself. People have come up to me and say, but you can't do that. This is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And, and it's funny because people... People can't get out of their own fear, and they also can't let others get out of their fear. <laughs> they don't want to because it's so um, scary for people. They they don't understand that you that we're supported. We are supported. We all have our own guidance system, and we don't have to worry so much. And definitely, don't project your own fear onto others. And that fear, whether it is around stepping into dreams or stepping into silence or devotion to self-love, 
it really is stepping into the past because it's all stemming from an identity, a story, something that happened that occurred from the human perspective behind us rather than recognizing that allness that you talked about, that oneness with nature, that interconnectedness exactly. with life. Exactly, yeah. There's um, Lee Carroll is, is uh, another teacher that I, I love to listen to and um, and um, the, the presence that he channels called Cryon, um, that's the name that they gave to him. And um, they often say, don't think like a human. And I've noticed that c- coming through with my work as well. You know, don't think like a human. And it goes along with that because I think so many, um, how we define things, how we relate to the world around us is mostly based on our human mind. It's mostly based on... Um, you know, our human structure. And so we, un- we think that that is the ultimate truth because it's our perception. But the trick is that when we get out of that perception, there's a lot more realities. There's a lot more perspectives and um, a lot more wiggle room to see a new, a new perspective. And um, so part of, part of the... The growing pains is to not think like a human to understand these concepts. I want to thank you, Courtney, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Definitely tap into Teachings from God, connect to her on her website, sign up for her newsletter, and be a part of her online book club. And you can do all of that from teachingsfromgod.com. As we close out this show, I want to read one last passage. I'll ask that you close your eyes, take a deep breath, center in your heart, and just listen. When you sit in a quiet place, uninterrupted, with a stillness in your heart, don't try to be. By this we mean discard any direction about meditation that might be holding you up. Oh no, child, you don't need any of that, unless of course you find it invigorating and inviting to your soul. We simply ask you remain still, to focus on your breath, if you can find it a beautiful practice, and let your soul affirm its true guidance system. Let the love just pour through and affirm. I am now one with the universe. I am the light of all that is. And I now know that I'm deserving of and in perfect harmony with receiving all of the blessings and love that I am wishing for. With this recognition, I ask for divine guidance to show me the way, to bring about synchronicities, and to open my heart more to you so that I can bring more love, kindness, forgiveness, joy, and healing to the world. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart and my beingness. And now, you are ready, dear one, to integrate the messages in their truest form. Let it truly sink into your wholeness, your beingness, to not only see it, but to experience it in a way that changes your perception of life. This is from Teachings from God by Courtney Amundsen. And I am Simran. I will be with you again next week in love of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.